Hello, hello to my beautiful self-healing souls. It's your host and your girl, Arena, and I mean, welcome back to Self Love Lounge. Here at Self Love Lounge, we hurt, we learn, we grow together. So grab your coffee, green juice, mystical tea, or white claw, I mean, why not? And let's get into it. Welcome back to Self Love Lounge. I am here with a special guest. Please introduce yourself. Yeah, um, my name's Harp Graywall. I do I do basketball training in the city, and yeah, that's about it, man. I, I've been doing basketball training for the last six years, mm-hmm. and you know, through basketball, I try to infuse a little bit of mindfulness and awareness. I think I watched a video of you explaining like the ego and like how it can benefit when you're like playing sports, but then also like in terms of spirituality, it's almost like you can't really have the ego or you have to kind of like let down your ego in order to find that self-awareness. But what's your intake on ego? Is it good? Is it bad? Um, What's your intake on it? For me, the ego is something that can uh, probably is bad. I don't want to label it as bad either, but Mm -hmm. especially if you're not aware of it, you know, I think the ego goes hand in hand with your life, but it's interesting because a lot of people wouldn't know they have an ego. Yeah. So if you're not aware that you have an ego, then it, then it becomes a little difficult. Then you're not living your life. Exactly. Then it's a bad thing, but we all have egos Mm -hmm. starting with our names like I just introduced myself. I just said uh, my name is. That's yeah. an identity, you know. Like if if I was going to say introduce myself, I would just be, like, this is me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have such a problem with like introductions because I feel like yeah. how can you just sim- like kind of summarize who you are when there's just so much like identities to us and it's not just mm-hmm. like hey my name's Arena. It's like I'm Arena, but there's so much more to me back from like generations and like all of these different aspects of ourselves like you said for the ego it's like is it bad or good i think if you're aware of it it's not a bad thing because mm-hmm. um we all need it right yeah yeah that's how our lives are have been uh, built around our yeah. egos yeah and i think i was reading this book and it kind of asked me a questions about like are you don't think about it but like to be or to do which one would you choose if you had to choose between those two to be or mm-hmm. to do? I would probably to be. To mm-hmm. be is the natural state. To do is the egoic state, if I had to choose. Yeah, I also yeah. picked to be as well. And I thought I was thinking of like inner being and just like being and like just spirituality completely. Mm-hmm. But I was as I was reading it, it was kind of like saying that to be was to be somebody. And in order to be, you would have to compromise yourself, whether it was like kind of letting go of friendships and just focusing mm-hmm. on getting promoted at your job or whatever. And then to do, it was like to do something for yourself and everybody Mm -hmm. around you. And the only difference between that would be like, you wouldn't have to compromise yourself. So what is your thoughts on goal? Do you think that we need to be compromising ourselves or can we do it without having to compromise? That's a good question. I think the goals go hand in hand, but they have to be from a place of, yeah, non-egoic. So that would be from a place of, of deeper understanding, I think. Yeah. I think there's two sets of goals. I think there's goals that go with egoic and and things that you want for material things or everything outside of yourself. Yeah. Once you start finding that deeper state and then mm-hmm. you have goals related to that deeper state, I think those are the goals that 
are truly within that that were hidden for a long time you know yeah and i i think also like having that self-awareness of like catching mm-hmm. yourself whenever we're like overthinking or we're overthinking about our ability to grow or ability to be successful i think there are times when i'm in the car and i'm just like thinking about something and i don't even know how i got to a destination mm-hmm. and those are the worst times because you're literally like oh my god i just thought about my past my present my future when I could have been in this present moment with the person that I'm with in the car Mm -hmm. and I think that's so difficult but then the only difference that I find now when I do this is I'm self-aware of it and I'm like okay wait I don't want to be thinking about whatever I was thinking Mm -hmm. let's just be in this present moment so how can we be more self-aware I think that's like the best question to ask uh I think to meditation practices like for me I think the big thing has been just doing meditation daily Mm-hmm. You know, right before this or whatever, like every morning I wake up, first thing I do is, is just become aware. When you become aware, it's like a habit. It's like a muscle. Mm-hmm. So it takes it a long time, right? So like, yeah. yeah, like I'll be driving and I'll be thinking about things and then I have to come back to my awareness or like someone's talking and I would get annoyed or something. But now I come back to my awareness and be like, nah, like what thoughts are causing this? You know, there's a deeper reason why you're 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 feeling emotionally this way or that way. Yeah, I think that's huge. Is meditation is the only way. Like otherwise, our lives are too busy. Like you said, we're always driving somewhere. We're always at work. Yeah, we're always doing something, something. But if we can start our days with just a twenty minutes, fifteen, even ten minutes, and then slowly add it into your daily life, like eating. I think that's the big thing. I think you got to start off slow, but you have to start off in a place where you're comfortable. I think meditation is something that really changed my life. I mm-hmm. never thought of like just spending time with yourself and doing completely nothing would be so much, I mm. guess, like work into it and putting that into your practice. And I think for me, it's also spirituality. And I know people, some people kind of shy away from it or don't necessarily believe mm-hmm. it to the core, but it's kind of like energy. Like, especially when you meet somebody, you really can tell about their energy and it could be like, this is a vibe or it could mm-hmm. be like, I really like this person's energy And then sometimes you meet people that kind of trigger so much anxiety and you feel it to the core. And like you said, with meditation, you kind of learn to be self-aware of these, I guess, like cues that can be negative Mm -hmm. and can be positive. But what's your intake on the people that you surround yourself with? Can that influence your outcome? Yeah, for sure. You know, I think when I was first starting off, I think that was big. And I always used to say, surround yourself with with good energy but there's things in life you can't control people in your life you can't control like say say your sibling or 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 your parents are they've been conditioned for a long time for years and years Mm -hmm. to always be stressed out you can't detach fully from them you know like that that's someone that 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 brought you to this planet or whatever so have that awareness to realize that maybe they don't know any better Mm -hmm. that's true so it has to all come from within yourself because you can't change nobody yeah, and that's what I, I'm starting to realize now. Like I'm not, I'm not like, like a guru or anything. But I'm, that's what I'm starting to realize now is that, yeah, I might be put in situations where, yeah, like someone in my life that's been there for a long time is not, you know, at peace or whatever, whatever you want to call it. That their energy is bad, but mm-hmm. it starts within myself. What am I thinking inside yeah. that's causing this emotion? Yeah. Why do I feel bad energy inside myself that's causing me to feel like this? Because for them, I don't know what they've gone through. I don't know their conditioning. I don't know who told them what. I don't know what what's the root of that anxiety. I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. 
to that deep level. So I can only worry about my inner state. And I'm having trouble with that actually right now, just in the general, like when I go into environments of like, yeah, like this negative, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to pull out of there and like not feel negative, but I'm getting, I'm trying to get more aware. It is important to surround yourself most of the time in good environments, especially for kids. It's very important, you know, cause that's when your, your mold starts. Like that's when your mold starts. But yeah, like I said, li- life isn't perfect. You're going to get hit with stuff. So environment does matter, but same time, we should all be able to get to a state where we have that inner awareness. I really like that you say that because a lot of the time we want to surround ourselves with, you know, positive people and successful Mm -hmm. people, people that motivate us. But what about the people that teach us lessons, even though they're not meant to be here for the rest of time? And Mm -hmm. I think I've learned so much through every friendship that ends there's always like a lesson and a wisdom that comes from it. And I really do believe that everybody in your life is meant to teach you something, whether it's positive or negative. And then there's also earth angels that come into your life for like five minutes Mm -hmm. just to give you that like motivation to keep going or kind of like a sign. And I think that's really important as well with self-awareness. It's like there's so much going on around us and there's always little signs that we might have missed. And then you go back into your past and you're like, wow, like that was a sign that this grocery lady said to me this like amazing quote and you're just kind of thinking to yourself mm-hmm. like this was the sign that you needed but you didn't have that awareness to really analyze that this person is here to teach you something so I guess the biggest question that I want to ask is who are we beyond our behaviors our thoughts and emotions I think we, we are as as is like like a tree you know mm-hmm. like a tree like tree don't have no labels like there's no anything it's just there and has been there before us. It's God's creation. Yeah. And that's how I feel we are. Like we even give tree a name. I give tree tree. But mm-hmm. deeper than that, it's just there. Right. Still. Yeah. And that's how I feel like our deepest core is that we're just still. We let wind come by us. Mm-hmm. You know, we grow naturally through human experience. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's, yeah. I think deeper than all our conditioning all our thing is it's just we're we're here mm-hmm. we're beings and but at the same time to live in the capitalist world we're beings but then we're also in control of how we want to live yeah which is unique compared to a tree mm-hmm. a tree can think like how we can yeah you know trees can just chill but like <laughs> yeah. we have the opportunity to be like a tree but then also we have minds like no one else Yeah. I mean, I think a tree is very powerful because they give us oxygen and like there's so much that comes out of it. So I think to even like expand on what you're saying is that like we have so much power and also Mm -hmm. we can't succeed without each other. And I think that's something that we often miss, especially when we get into like work environment and everybody's trying to be the manager or something. And Mm -hmm. it's like you really need to open doors for other people and hope that that's enough instead of wanting like, hey, I helped you. Now you got to help me. And I think this is like such a cycle and like this is also embedded in like our families whether it's like your beliefs or whatever it may be but sometimes you do something for someone and they expect you to do something in return and that's mm-hmm. always like the the kill of something that was supposed to grow and be successful and so i think in order to grow we can do it ourselves but we also need other people to complement oh, yeah. our lives as well yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah but i think i think that's a deeper that what you said is true 
we definitely need other people. But I think it's hard for people or even myself to sometimes just ask for help. Like if mm-hmm. that's coming to a point, I don't know like what it is. If it's like the ego that's saying like, you don't need anybody and like you can do it by yourself. But I really do think like you just always need people. And even with everything going on in the world, like there's a collective of people coming together to bring change. And I think that's really powerful. And even us just sitting here and having this mm-hmm. conversation about life is gonna attract so many people that also feel the same way as we do yeah 100 100 yeah and so the next question i want to ask is how how can we be more self-aware and lead with a pure energy and without having like external forces to influence our state of mind not i think but i would say i think see that i <laughs> yeah, catch myself because self-awareness what we let consume our 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 mind all the information we get is what we become in a sense yeah it doesn't matter when you're growing up we get our parents are the reason why we think a certain way or these shows that we watched we learn a language that was brought to us by europeans Mm -hmm. this is all conditioned yeah you know so to go deeper i think it's hard to explain yeah, I feel you just got to be careful with what you you allow come into your brain. Like for me, example, like before J. Cole's album dropped, mm-hmm. I haven't listened to music in like two years. It, it happens unconsciously, but that stuff becomes a part of you. And what people listen to these days, it, it, it's not good. I'm not I'm not here to say good or bad, but like yeah. it's, it's, it's poisoning our mind. It's the same thing with the food we consume. It's the same thing with everything. It's been sold to poison us. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Like, all these foods have sugar, but it's going to sell. All these fast food places, they taste Mm -hmm. good, but it's going to kill us. For me, the biggest thing has been trying to get rid of that music. Because music's so culturally involved in what I do. Yeah. The basketball aspect. And I want to get away from music. Even instrumentals, I stopped listening to. I just stopped music all at once. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just started becoming, I used to drive home probably every day from like my workouts and I haven't listened to music. And mm-hmm. I've dropped a kid off, I, there'd be nothing playing in the car. Right. I find those times for self-awareness. So how were you able to completely cut out music? Because music is like something that's so like, it's everywhere. Like everybody mm-hmm. listens to it. And even sometimes I'm like, that's like the time where I'm like relaxing is listening to music. But I guess like there is so much more in music that can affect our state of mind. For me, it was it was basically saying that the person that's giving me those lyrics, mm-hmm. that's their conditioning. Right. That's their human conditioning and human experience. That's not mine. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has their own. Yeah. But our egos want to make us be able to relate with others. Mm-hmm. So our eye will be like, oh, I, I feel him because I'm the same way. But th- that's your ego. Anything with the eye is your ego. So for me, I started saying like, I've seen it firsthand where people become the music, mm-hmm. like from afar with, with the with the gang stuff. Mm-hmm. You become the music, and, and it's, it's so dangerous. But for me, it wasn't even that. It was more yeah. just to say, like, they're listening to someone else on the car ride to the workout. Why don't I just meditate? Mm-hmm. Why don't I become self-aware, look at the trees, uh, feel the car driving, you know, be mm-hmm. here. I remember you were saying, like, you, you have a car ride, and then you get there, like, holy, like, mm-hmm. I'm here, like. Yeah. you probably think a hundred million things i was the same way or you put on music mm-hmm. and you're at the destination and you're like damn i'm already here and like like four yeah. songs have passed by 
Yeah. It's the same way with like movies and like even scary mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Right after you're done watching a scary movie, you're automatically scared of your own home and you feel like, like, especially for me, I'm very sensitive with just like energy and like movies that I watch and consume. I like feel it so badly that it will give me anxiety in a physical way. And so like being sensitive to these things and actually finding the strength to completely cut that, not cut it out, but avoid watching things that is going to give you that anxiety. And I think Kanye West says, he says something about how he doesn't watch bad movies because he just doesn't want that memory to be instilled in his brain. And I think Mm -hmm. that was really powerful because sometimes you can watch a movie and make it like your own, like it becomes a part of you. And sometimes you rewatch shows because you want to know what's going to happen because it's better. It's comfortable. Mm -hmm. Instead of watching something new that you've never watched and it's actually going to help you you know if you watch like a shitty movie it probably would just make you feel shitty so I think what you said is so powerful and I'm just like letting it all sink as well to like actually take a step back and see like what kind of music do I listen to what are they telling us you know what are they educating us and I think that was really powerful that you said that Mm -hmm. one thing I've noticed was like at the gym Mm -hmm. that train at like there is music playing because I have sometimes I have no control the kids won't listen to it but like at that point I know that all the information outside of myself is not me, mm-hmm. you know, like, so I don't have to, I can listen to that stuff without getting attached to it. Right. So it's like, so I listen to like some scary music, mm-hmm. but like, I know that that's his story and I don't have to attach to that music, but a lot of people have trouble with that thing. Mm-hmm. They become the music like this. People be like, Oh yeah, this song, you know, I can relate to this song. Like, right. but you're relating to my, maybe the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. I think attachment, like that's such a big thing, especially mm-hmm. with music, with people, like, or attached to a role that we play yeah. in our lives. Especially when I was younger, there were just so many opinions, and those opinions became you at one point yeah. because there was just so much noise and there was so much smoke, and you just felt like you were kind of like suffocating in them. And so I think, like, what we attach ourselves, we need to live in a life where we are everything we need and everything else should just complement you. Mm. And like you should already be full when you're entering a relationship, when you're entering a room. Oh, yeah. Because if you feel empty inside, so like how can we be, I guess, like not attached to things or how can we learn to notice when we are feeling attached to someone or something? Well, attachment is instant gratification mm-hmm. or something outside of our bodies. Yeah. That's what I feel. I feel like people lean on others for happiness mm-hmm. or yeah. certain emotions. And, and and that's where attachment stems from. It's like, I need this in order to be happy. Or mm-hmm. I need this person to act a certain way, feel something inside that's, that's already there. Yeah. So attachments sometimes is to feel those emotions for like quick seconds. Yeah. You know, like attachment to someone else, mm-hmm. like a relationship. If you're attached to someone else to a point where it's not healthy, it's, it's probably something inside mm-hmm. that, that needs to be worked on. Yeah. Because because that's where suffering is. Because like, say you have an attachment to someone and 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 something happens, you guys break up. That's where you probably hit the fan the hardest mm-hmm. when yeah. the attachment is the strongest. Yeah. But if you go into a relationship being aware that everything outside of you is not gonna bring you that that happiness that's just for a quick second or it's not Mm -hmm. real yeah then there's something changes it becomes more real and becomes more authentic and then you might not even get into relationships that are toxic so i think attachment is huge man i think we become not even to relationships anything attachment to money Mm -hmm. 
yeah. you know, dr- drugs, mm-hmm. same thing. People wanting to always have something in their body because yeah. it brings that fulfillment for like two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scary, man. Yeah, it is really scary. Yeah. And and yeah, like if even if we talk about like drugs or even like attachment to someone or something or even money, like I think money is really actually can be really toxic, especially yeah. when you have it and you just keep buying things like automatically you're just like, oh, I'm going to buy this because I have it. Mm-hmm. And we're not really thinking about like, do you actually need this? Is this really going to be fulfilling for the rest of your life? Or is it going to be fulfilling for maybe the next day or so when you wear it and mm-hmm. then it's just over? And so, yeah, I think attachment something that is just instilled in us because we want to feel like we belong, even though we already belong Mm -hmm. to ourselves and that should be enough, Mm -hmm. but it's not, (laughs) or sometimes it's not. It's crazy. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to live like that because like there's Mm -hmm. so much advertisements. Capitalistic. Yeah. And people are always promoting like, especially on social media, you got people wearing the newest things. There's always new trends and Mm. and it's this and that and that. And they basically sell back all your insecurities. Yes. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. They do sell all your insecurities. And I remember a time when I literally wanted to, I actually deleted my social media completely. And then I joined a sorority thinking that this is what I really needed. And I wanted to feel like I had somewhere that I belonged. And it was like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is like a woman empowerment. Great. Um, but then it was like, you needed social media in order to fit in. You needed social media to do everything, like to join Mm -hmm. clubs, to join groups, to join this, to post your pictures and get enough likes. And it was such a toxic environment for me personally, because it felt like everything that I didn't believe in, I had to do. And -hmm. it was almost going against the inner being, like you said, the tree. And it's easy to get caught up in that because there were times where I was like, no, I'm not going to get caught up in this, but you naturally do because you're surrounded by this. 100%. Um, yeah. And I think like once I, I left it and also there's something in, in sorority cultures and also just like in groups of people that you commit to yourself in. I think there's this level of loneliness, like mm-hmm. when you're surrounded by so many people, but you feel so lonely because you're missing that meaningful connection that you really need. And it could be like from one single person that I clearly didn't have. And so I think it's important to surround yourself again, just going back to the surrounding yourself with people that are meaningful and mm-hmm. you don't have to surround yourself with like a thousand people, like a hundred people. It can literally just be one person and that will be everything for you Mm -hmm. so yeah so I guess the question that I asked is do you believe in quality over quantity or what Um, does that mean to you quality over quantity that's Mm -hmm. a good question Uh, yeah I I, I do I do I feel quality actually I don't know if I do man (laughs) it's it's a it's like a saying that's been just like kind of said everywhere yeah in my in my field of work I do like yeah. if, if, if it was for my basketball, for right. sure, I'd be, I, I believe in quality. Like the work I do, I feel less is more, you know, like having less kids or less players that, that are focused on their drive mm-hmm. in life. Uh, I don't have, I don't think I have an answer for that. I, I believe yeah. in quality for sure, obviously, but yeah. quality is, 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 is a meaning we give it anyways. So uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in life, I don't know. Um. So the last question that I want to ask is, if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Younger self? I'm, I'm already so young. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. Um, it would probably be, be you are who you want to be, you know? Yeah. You don't have to be anybody else. I think you are who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think the greatest lesson, you know, when I have kids and stuff like that, I, that'll probably be the thing I tell my kids. You are who you are. 
Yeah. You know, you don't need nothing else. You don't need nobody. Um, and then for anybody listening, like where can we find you on social media? And do you have any current projects that you're working on? Uh, you can find me on 3C Training. Current project? No. I'm just doing what I do. Uh, I'm training. <laughs> Got a guy that I'm working with right now that's going through the MBA process. Wow. So I've been doing that. Just yeah. chilling out. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing so much content and wisdom because I think this was a really important conversation to have. Oh, yeah. No, it was good. I appreciate you guys. A little reminder, how can you support Self Love Lounge? Please subscribe, rate stars, write a review, and you can also find us on Instagram at selfloveloungeunderscore. underscore. And I will see you all every, every other Wednesday. Wednesday.